one thing I love about Dr. Wilder is if you read his books, you start to understand he really thinks about the words he uses. And he uses, I, I remember reading Joy Starts Here thinking, this is a totally different language. And I noticed the language throughout the books that he is a part of. And almost to the point where you could have a glossary of terms. And I think there is a glossary of terms in Joyful Journey at the back. And so in that glossary of terms, you know, to help you understand, there's, there's different words to describe things that you may understand the concept of or known the concept before, but there's a reason for the terminology. It is to not just have your left brain, your logic brain, your language brain hear the term, but also to have your right brain experience the term so that the concept can uh, saturate and metabolize in terms of your understanding. So one of the concepts in, in, in life model is that poetry and um, music and poetry are the only words the right brain can hear. And even that saying is just one that you're, what does that even mean, right? Well, what it means is beauty is experienced in the subconscious. And as a trauma therapist, I know that that's true. Like when we do EMDR, when we have a developmental trauma session and there's an experience that happens, I could have said the thing to the client that they now are having revelation about, but it was that experience, even in psychodrama, when you're doing psychodrama, it has an experience to it that actually shifts and changes and heals the trauma. So when I think about the word neurotheology, Dr. Wilder came up with this term, I think, I'm not sure, I hadn't heard it before, um, but it was it's something new to life model. I believe it's one of those terms. It's like makes you think, what is neurotheology? It's a new term. I don't think it, I, I don't think it's going to be new for too long. I think that as a culture, we're going to grab a hold of it because there's really something to it um, and that it's going to become more of something that we know in our therapist circles and in our, um, our, our, our church circles. But neurotheology is the study of neuroscience and the study of theology combined, right? So we have neuroscience, neurotheology, right? So the, the, the science behind our brain and how our brain heals in attachment to God. That's what neurotheology is, right? And so the life model is a neurotheology curriculum. Um, there's a lot of information that the life model has uh, written about um, since the, the 90s, right? So there was some early, early book, uh, Living from the Heart Jesus Gave You, but then there's been a lot of books that have come out after that and a lot of different authors who have kind of grabbed a hold of these concepts and that Dr. Wilder has worked with or mentored and have really taken these concepts to the next level. So there's, there's just a, a wonderful library now. And at CFT Institute, we are partnering with Life Model Works, the, that parent organization, to get this curriculum together in a way that we can present it to therapists so that therapists can digest it from our view, from our psychological point of view, because we're educated in how to help people heal. 
and now at, um, at CFT Institute we're, we're taking this life model curriculum and breaking it down in a way that makes sense to us as therapists and so that we can take it into our practice so that we can grow personally through this model and then bring it to our clients and have that professional growth happening as well. So um, neurotheology has been life-changing for me. I know that my husband um, was a pastor for many years. For most of our married life, we're going to be married 25 years this summer. (laughs) And for most of our married life, we were serving in full-time ministry. And I was a pastor's wife as well as a therapist in the last 20 years. And um, I was searching so much for something that made sense in both worlds, almost feeling like I was straddling both. In fact, I remember being at uh, an event at a, at a prominent um, church leadership um, conference, and I remember somebody saying, just bashing psychology and saying, the only way is biblical counseling. And I was like, oh, I don't think I believe that, <laughs> right? Because I've learned so much now from the psychological world that I have had such profound experiences with my Christian faith. And so I felt oftentimes like I was straddling the two and couldn't figure out how to fully integrate until I came across the life model almost a decade ago. And I oftentimes say when I started reading the life model, I started reading Living from the Heart Jesus Gave You, the nexus of my universe converged. I was like, oh my goodness, this is what I've been looking for all my, all my um, adult life. Not just for healing for myself, but also just for conceptualization that I could bring to my clients that made sense. It made all of this make sense. And so I will forever be thankful for the life model and just honor uh, Dr. Jim Wilder for the work that he's done all these years to straddle that same fence himself. And you can find uh, videos of Dr. Wilder talking about his, you know, trouble figuring out like, how, how do God and science go together? Like, what, what does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to know God in a way that can heal? You know, And so just hearing his struggle and then having him be called by God and be obedient to God to do the work that he's doing and to mentor all of us in understanding how, God, how the science and our faith can really go together in a way that helps us understand there's so much mystery to our faith. We have the Bible, which is amazing, and we can unpack the Bible forever. My husband has a theology degree. I'm constantly asking him questions. What? He has two theology degrees, right? What does this mean, and how can we understand it? And as an adult who's been studying the Bible for most of my life, there's so much to unpack, so much mystery to it. And as we bring the understandings that we're having in neuroscience in the last um, several decades, as we bring that into the forefront and we see how it fits together with, with who God is, right? the nature of God, that God is love. The primary aspect of who God is is that he is love. God is love. God is attachment. God is secure attachment. And all of our lives is, is about discovering that journey 
of even though there's pain in the world, even though bad things have happened to me, there's a God who wants to heal my heart, who's here to heal my soul, who's constantly pursuing me. Even when I run from him, he's pursuing me. He wants to know me and experience me. I'm important to the God of the universe. He wants to have attachment with me. And then to see the neuroscience come out. In fact, one of the things that Dr. Wilder talks about in the book Renovated, Renovated is about the relationship he had with Dallas Willard before his death. Dallas Willard's a a prominent theologian, um, taught at a university in California, well-respected in the theological world, and gave his life to the idea of what does it mean to form spiritually? What does it mean to be a disciple of Christ? What does it mean to be discipled and be transformed into the image of Christ? And kept running into problems throughout his life with that because we could see people going the extra mile and do all the Bible studies, going through all the deliverance, going through all that they could possibly do to try to transform into the image of Christ and still come up short and not understand why is spiritual formation not happening at the level that we know is possible. And as Wilder got a hold of this research, which is rooted in Alan Shore's work from the early 90s, as he got a hold of that and connected with Willard on it, they were able to understand it's about attachment. It's because we're missing that attachment piece of what it means to heal our brains in relationship to God, what it means to securely attach to God, what it means to fill in those gaps and heal from our, the way that we see God through a skewed lens in order to come into a place of a love relationship with God where we have a secure attachment that heals our brain and that causes us to live from from a true, a true conceptualization of who he is and who we are in light of that and how we can live in community with one another because of it. So that's what neurotheology is. It's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Very exciting. 